When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Biggly Bob. <laughs> Biggly Bob. <laughs> well, I, I gotta say, I, I love the new artwork that you've added uh, behind you for, for that, that you got from Comic-Con. Yeah. That, the only one issue I see is that you've put it directly onto our old Apathetic Enthusiasm banner. Yeah. Which is what I used to cheat off of to read all of our social media <laughs> uh, links. Uh, so, so now I'm going to have to actually know them. Well, uh, no, I got it. It's at S4YA underscore podcast. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Apthetic Enthusiasm. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Thomas Cruz. Uh, and with me today, I have one of your other co-hosts, Travis Menard. <laughs> you, you, it's so natural. It comes out so easily. That's that's uh, how that's how I did the the panel for Claremont. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, I am Apathetic Podcast, <laughs> and with welcome. Me, my name is Brandon Claremont Christopher. <laughs> Do you think Gambit would blow people up? <laughs> uh, uh, I had to troll him, dude. Yeah, he wasn't you know, talking. He he really wasn't talking. That anyway. Uh, <laughs> enough enough tangents for the moment. Yes, without thank you for listening to Apathetic Enthusiasm. Uh, we are we are here recording rather late in the evening. Rather late. Without, I mean, you've got an epic icy in front of you. Yeah, that's still left over from the movie theater. We came directly from uh, X Men: Age of Apocalypse. Yeah, you know what sucks is I didn't. I haven't drank anything tonight. I feel really. <laughs> I feel shaky. I feel shaky, Travis. You're you have you haven't taken the edge off and gotten ready to podcast. Yeah, it's it's a podcast drinking. You know what I mean. <laughs> Um, well, yeah. Well, uh, we did just go see Age of Apocalypse. That's right. We did. And instead of going to bed at an appropriate time, that's right. We decided, ah, whatever. Let's ah. just let's just talk about it. So, um, ah, this, to it, apocalypse the, with it. To the to the apocalypse with it. Uh, so we are going to be talking. Uh, we are to talking mostly, mostly spoil, <laughs> spoilerish, spoilery, yeah, spoilers, spoilerific. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, if you guys don't want any spoilers uh, for X Men: Age of Apocalypse. Go ahead and, and just stop right now. Yeah, just go over to facebook.com slash enthusiasm show and just just follow all the other stuff that we talked about on there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just so just pause it right now. Did they pause it? I don't know if they paused it. Do you think do you think they pause it? Uh they're about to pause it. Oh no no they don't have to pause it. There's, Wait, why would they pause it? 
No, I mean, we're well, going to pause they're, it. Maybe they're going to watch the movie <laughs> while they have the podcast they're in the, paused. They're in the theater. <laughs> like, they were sitting there. They were, like, eating their popcorn. They were watching, like, <laughs> cinema, cinema reel, whatever. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, shoot. I should probably pause this podcast. Oh, my God. Because the movie's starting. The movie's starting right now? Oh. <laughs> they're just they're in the middle of the theater, and they're just, oh, my God. Just so, they don't have headphones on or anything. There's an, there's an ant crawling on my pop oh that's that's probably that's probably why that's probably why well anyways uh anyways uh here's our song as travis wipes an ant off of his penis (laughs) dope 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 All right, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for the song, Brandon. Nope, no problem. Uh, you know, one thing I like to do is I like to do something different every time. You know, you know, keep keep us on our toes. Yeah, especially when you don't know what you're actually gonna do <laughs> when we're recording this. You yeah, just come back later. You know, the, the worst part about it is I, I do the song and then I'm like, I don't know when Travis is gonna listen to this. Do I just send it to him or do I do I wait? Do I wait or do I listen to it at all? Yeah, and so. So yeah, sometimes you do. Sometimes, sometimes do. you don't. All right, so uh, we just saw X Men: Age of Apocalypse. I, I still have popcorn on my breath. Yeah, uh, and the and gum on the bottom of my shoes. And by the way, I apologize. Anytime I talk to you, I was like, oh man, my breath probably just kicking reeks. kicking like Cyclops. I don't know, <laughs> Psylocke. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we did. Uh, we saw it with with the great Megan, Uncanny Megan. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Our our, uh, our cosplay Mana 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 Friendo. Um so so we all went we went we had reserved seats and it was a nice tea. it was all right. There were some there were some teenagers Annoying that were teenagers. talkative teenagers. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I mean first off, overall thoughts. Uh did did you enjoy the film? Did like did you walk out of the theater going, Yeah, it's a good movie or did you walk out going, Oh, I can't wait to bash this on the podcast later? I, I walked out of the, the movie and I thought well, that wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was. Gonna be. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was decent. Yeah. I, th- as I said, I thought it was better than I thought it was going to be. But of the new trilogy, uh, I would still put that third. I would put it third. Third behind both. Uh, yes, Days of the Future new Past class and, and Days, yeah. Days of Future Past. Absolutely. Um, what, yeah. what about you? I I think this is maybe. I was tr- I was trying to decide if this had the gravitas to. Uh, eclipse the the new class the the first class uh the the coach right uh, business class uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh i don't think it did i really liked it i think i enjoyed it m- more i think it's number two for me okay. um and, yeah. and i think i just have some of the issues about the way uh days of futures past kind of felt uh Contrived. I don't know. I the sure? way the way that they were trying to mash the old and the new and overlap those uh, timelines and things like that. And it sometimes time travel works really well. Sometimes right. it, it has has issues. And for me, it had it had too many issues. And so 
I like as just as a film, I think I liked this movie a little bit better than that one. Okay. All right. Um, sure. I don't, I don't argue your opinion because it's, your, it's mine. It's your, opinion. <laughs> I'm going to keep it. Um, I, I just, I just thought that, you know, we'll go ahead and get into age of apocalypse now, yeah. uh, that there were just, there are some aspects of the movie that are just the, they're, they're mutants and they have all these crazy powers. But to me, there was a certain like, okay, you're going, you're getting a little too far fetched here. Like you're 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 stretching me a little too far. That that disbelief is yeah. just. Can you can you cite ah. a specific example? Uh, Magneto pulling up all the metal around the entire globe. Yeah, uh, basically he com- affected all magnetic like functions in on the Earth, right? Like they like showed like the, the magnetic poles, of minerals, the Earth. yeah, and yeah, yeah. Anything, anything that is magnetic, he was basically affecting. Although it apparently worked from like the center of the Earth out or something, because stuff at the bottom of the ocean was affected before stuff on the surface. And sometimes stuff on the surface wasn't affected, or there might be like a car, but right next to the car, there's like a street sign that is still there. Yeah, <laughs> you totally. know, stretching, yeah. stretching things a little bit. Uh, so. Okay. Uh, beyond that, the basic plot of the, the the movie is we won't we won't harp too long on it. Uh, there's um, there's an ancient mutant apocalypse who is that's not his actual name, okay. but you know for for I sake can't, I can't pronounce his name <laughs> for sake for sake of brevity and because we don't know how to pronounce his actual yeah. name. Uh, it's an Egyptian type of name, yeah. apocalypse, right? I'll just I'll just say I'll just say something. You can dub it in later. His name was. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he is about to take on basically his his big uh, culmination of powers is that he can transfer his consciousness into another mutant. And when he does that, he takes with him all of his existing powers as well as absorbing the power of whatever that new mutant is uh, that the new mutant at the beginning of this uh movie was Poe Dameron uh, with, with a shaved <laughs> That's head. Right. That's right. Uh, Oscar Isaac, uh, who could heal himself. Yeah. Uh, and so this was a way for him to take on a little bit of that, that X-Men, or not X-Men. Oh, gosh, I think I'm tired. A little <laughs> bit of that Wolverine. Uh, oh, yeah, healing uh, ability. Healing ability. Yeah. Uh, and uh, But, you know, the, those Egyptians back in the day, they don't, they don't like him. They don't like him, and so they, they end up trapping him into a pyramid where he stays until present day. Yeah, uh, where he is uh, brought back by some some cult followers. Yeah, and and, and, and arguably it's it was more Moira yeah. who who did it because she left the she left, she left the, the carpet open. open. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Moira, Moira, Way come on, jeez. Um, so yeah, so. So so he comes he comes back and he he learns fairly rapidly that that humans are the ones who are on t- are on top now and he's like no 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 they no they consider themselves superpowers political superpowers because yeah. they have nuclear weapons no 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 no, 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 no can't no. can't have that so uh, uh, so he starts to guns don't kill people apocalypse uh, uh, kills people I kill people with guns okay <laughs> um, yeah so he starts. Uh, Forming up his four horsemen, if you will. Yes. Uh, his Which includes Storm, Psylocke, 
Magneto. Magneto. And Angel. Angel, who turns yeah. into Archangel. That's right. Hashtag hobby. <laughs> Um, yeah, and and to parallel this uh, on on the good side, if you will, you have Charles Xavier who is uh, running his school for gifted youngsters, and it's in full speed, and he's got mm-hmm. a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. We're introduced to a lot of uh, new to this timeline characters, but we we get to meet Jubilee. <laughs> yeah. First and foremost, <laughs> uh, she's she's in there. Oh my god, her powers are on full display. Yeah, not quite in the sense that she just has her yellow jacket. You know what's funny is there's <laughs> there was a like a, a news snippet going around the internet's for a few weeks, uh, and it was like off of like a scene in the trailers or something where uh, uh, Cyclops is holding up like a record. And it was a, in some way, it insinuated that maybe Taylor Swift was doing a cameo in oh, the movie. Oh, it was Dazzler. Yeah, and I was, just, and it was like, oh my gosh, is this really gonna happen? And I don't even think the scene where he holds up the album is in the no, actual I final don't, cut I don't, of the movie. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, so uh, we do. We we get to meet Jean Jean Grey. Yes. Um, Sophie in her, Turner, in her younger form. Sansa. Uh, Sansa. Sansa Stark. Sansa Stark. Uh, and then we, we, get, we get to meet Nightcrawler again. Na- a new Nightcrawler, yeah. Uh, not yeah. played by Alan Cumming this time. No, not. Cody Smith-McPhee, right? Sure. I'll, I think, blue, I'll, I think that's right. I'll buy it. Uh, a new Cyclops. Uh, and With Ray-Bans. Quicksilver comes back. Yeah, it's back for back for another... Yeah. Uh, not not a lot of development with him. We kind of kind of get who he is. Uh, but yeah, so that is, did I miss any new youngsters? Uh, there, there, may be, there may be one or two, but... They're probably mm, not, not 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 important. They're they're not in the <laughs> final fight. So, uh, so let's let's uh, we got new characters. Are there any of those characters that you particularly liked or, or liked the way that they were presented, or maybe any that you you disliked? Um, um, on spot. No, not that I liked or disliked. I I at first I thought that Cyclops was going to be an a whiny, whiny little obnoxious shit like he was in the original, yeah. right? Um, but uh, no, he he actually turned out pretty decently. Um, and then uh, Sophie Turner did a pretty good Jean Grey, I thought. Yeah, I'd, it's 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 hard for me to separate her from as an actress from Famke from from Sansa. Uh, uh, oh, okay. yeah. So that you meant from like Famke Jansen? No, no, not exactly. Um, but I, I, I eventually, I was like, yeah, okay, this is, you know, she's not heir to Winterfell. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I I thought she, I thought she did a really good job and she didn't have the accent. Uh, so that helped out a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I, I really like the Nightcrawler, um, character. I, I, I thought that they did a good job of playing him as young and kind of, um, unsure of, of what was going on, but still kind of stayed true to some of his origins a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say that in X2, that opening scene with Nightcrawler bamfing around the White House yeah. is so, it's still a pretty awesome yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> segment. Uh, I kind of wish they had almost a throwback to it in this one mm-hmm. with that a little bit. I, and and maybe, maybe they went for that at some point. I don't know where they would have had it. Uh, but for some reason I just was like, uh, 
Nightcrawler's bamfing around. Yeah. Like I was I wasn't as impressed by it in this in this movie. Yeah. As I was in X two. Yeah, I mean it was I mean it was very useful and they and they utilized it well at, at certain points and um it allowed the young group to get onto that uh helicopter. Uh, after the school explodes that's right spoiler 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 (laughs) uh talking about the school exploding right so uh we have a scene where apocalypse and his crew show up inside the school yeah uh what's his name uh havoc havoc yeah tries to shoot a beam at that group uh which they end up transporting right beforehand he inadvertently shoots through uh, a door which hits like a jet engine or something. Yeah, and that's what causes. The I wasn't. Explosion. I wasn't really sure what he hit. Yeah, I, I want to say it was some of the stuff that Beast was working on. Okay. Um, like the jet engine type that, stuff. That, that makes sense. Uh, so that that triggers an explosion, and it just so happens to ha- to go off right when Quicksilver is showing in up. the neighborhood. Yeah, trying trying to track down his pops. Um, and this. What leads us into a what five minute scene? Yeah, of was... him clearing the house, right? <laughs> yeah, to to the tune of "Sweet dreams are made of this," which I'm I'm not going to argue with that, and I'm not going to argue with a lot of the '80s references in this movie because <laughs> I'm I'm for them. Uh, but I did have some issues with that scene. Uh, a because okay, the him running around all fast and stuff. I like it. I yeah. like the way that they did it in the last movie, and I'm cool with how they're doing it here. Uh, some of the CG effects that were done uh, took me out of it a little bit, where they're he's grabbing people and like throw just throwing them, yeah. And then like the, I mean, I know CG is is an art, <laughs> and, and but some of the models just kind of did not look realistic, and yeah. and and I know that's hard to do because pretty much. All, everything in that scene is probably made on a computer. Yeah. Uh, but it just didn't feel, I don't know, realistic to me. And I, I hadn't, and then, and that's not the only thing that I had an issue with CG wise. <laughs> I, I, I think one of my things with, with Quicksilver is that he, they introduced him as being so fast, so fast, super fast, maybe, maybe too fast, right? Too fast for, to to maintain where like <laughs> yeah yeah where like it's it's hard to maintain or use that power uh and and limit it a little bit right yeah and and eventually at at towards the end of the movie apocalypse whose powers are just kind of whatever catch all <laughs> whatever the plot needs it to be at whatever point in time uh, manages to to stop quicksilver uh but you know it's just like you you introduce Quicksilver and he's going so fast that he's out racing an explosion and not only out racing it but like saving all these saving everyone in a mansion before an explosion can can fully go off yeah. exactly and it, it takes me back to uh, days of days of future past where he's like running around and, and and doing all this stuff too but then he just disappears for the rest of the movie whereas if he were there for the entire movie. Most of most of everything could have been resolved. <laughs> sure, but, uh, I mean that's and the use of powers and making someone overpowered 
is basically what I had a problem with with Apocalypse in this, right? Um, in that, his... yeah. Let's 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 break down Apocalypse a little bit. In yeah. This movie. So, uh, can you give me a concise list of his powers? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you would ask that. He can do something with elements. <laughs> sure. He can make. He can take people's heads off with sand. I saw that. I saw that in the movie. Uh, he can he can make people get swallowed up into a brick wall, and then their face just kind of pokes out. <laughs> That's how they make the uh, the trees in in Game of Thrones too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. He can transfer his conscience consciousness, but he needs like a pyramid. But he that. needs but he needs like a gigantic like just like in Scooby Doo, uh, <laughs> the movie Scooby Doo, uh, the the demon Ritus. <laughs> it goes in, in Scrappy Doo's chest. Uh, that's what Apocalypse needs. <laughs> he also has the ability to, uh, if if Charles Xavier gets into his head, he has the power to be all badass, get like mm-hmm. really big. Yeah, mental yeah. in mental in in the head. Uh, he can make he can make other mutants stronger. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's one of the, that's an important characteristic to. Uh, to highlight is that he he can make other mutants realize like the full potential of their power i think is so like whereas he meets storm early on and she's like creating wind gusts so that as a diversion so she can steal cash from from vendors he's like no let me show you what you can really do and then all of a sudden we later on we see her with like lightning and she's flying around and stuff like that right right uh with Mag- Magneto, he's like, yeah, I can move metal around. He's like, all right, feel the earth, feel the metal within it. Like, he's he's showing these people that they can be more than what they are. Uh, it, with uh, Psylocke, he he like, what? what, what did he, I don't know I what don't, he. I don't did. know what he did with Psylocke. He, he did something with he's her like, like psychic sword thing. He's like, hey, then, Psylocke, check this out. Your psychic sword. It's a little more psychic. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe you can make a psychic whip later. <laughs> a cool whip. Nailed it. And then he then uh for Angel, he turned his wings into metal wings. Yeah. Uh because he, he That has, can get all stabby. And then he made armor for everybody using Elements. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Psylocke, who he's like, nah, your outfit's cool. <laughs> your outfit's cool. And Psylocke's like, Whoa, 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 if I'm gonna be on your team. I want to keep my granny panties. <laughs> <laughs> I got to have them purple panties. Uh, yeah, we let's talk about Psy, uh, Psylocke's outfit real fast. <laughs> we we saw we saw this movie with with Megan as as we said before, and and we were, we were just just making fun of, of Psylocke's costume. Like it didn't. Sometimes it took me out of the movie because I was looking at her costume and being like. That does that just looks uncomfortable or awkward or so I almost wonder if there was something that had to be done with the costume because I know that she was probably on in some rigs and stuff to do some of like the acrobatics and stuff she's yeah. doing. Uh-huh. I wonder if that was part of it where they had to like accommodate for some of that. I don't know. I yeah. I don't want to make excuses. No, I'm not trying to but, make excuses, it, but they have she hers is like. The only costume until the end of the movie that is true to her character in the comics, right? Yeah, more or less. And it almost feels out of place a little bit. 
where yeah. like okay all these different characters they have all these these iconic costumes throughout comic history and the only person in this movie until like the last two minutes is Psylocke who gets who gets her comic book variation yeah even Apocalypse is, is different from yeah his, his that, comic. that's a good point you know so it's just it just feels I wonder like, if there's just enough fan outrage <laughs> that they're like no you leave her alone uh I take that back. There is somebody else who has a an iconic comic costume. I'm gonna I'm gonna we, see if our mental link is is is. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know who it is. Are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking the, about the locked up dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mister 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 Sinister. Uh, Mister Sinister. <laughs> Mr. Sinister. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that later. Uh, no. Uh, so the shall I call you Logan of Weapon X? Hogan. Uh, so after the the mansion explodes. Colonel Stryker comes and, and, and kidnaps some of them them X-Men. Yep. Takes them to the Weapon X facility. And uh, uh, Sansa, <laughs> Gene, Cyclops, and Nightcrawler, they go there to, to try to, to break uh, Mystique and all those guys out. Well, they go into a room where there's a box, a yeah. locked box. A with, lo- with, with some sort of creature and, and almost animal. Snarling. Yeah. Inside. <laughs> Uh, so, like that. Like, so they're, they're pinned down, they're stuck in this room and they figure the only way to get rid of these guards is to let whatever's in that box out. What could possibly go wrong? What, what <laughs> can possibly, and in a scene reminiscent of the school in X2, Weapon X breaks out of this box and he is pissed off. Yeah. He's raging. And, and, and Wolverine's got... Uh, the best equivalent of his Weapon X costume from the comics. And yeah, which, I mean, it looked, it looked comic esque. Yeah, I mean, but as, as I mean, as I didn't much, love it as but, as much as they yeah. could do for it, right? Sure. Uh, and of course, Wolverine just just tears through that just place, shreds everybody, blood all <laughs> over the place. Um, and it's a, I mean, it's a really quick cameo. It's good to see Hugh Jackman back in the. In 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 any of these movies, re- yeah. really, he uh, he doesn't say any lines. He just just goes to slicing. Yeah, I, I just love killing. Slicing dice, <laughs> shink 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 <laughs> shink it, shink it. Uh, and then and then Gene at the end is like, hey, I, as he's about to escape as Weapon X, uh, she's like, I can help you, and takes the rig off of his head. And then, right, <clears throat> it's it's reminiscent of of another powerful scene uh, in Jurassic World. <laughs> where Chris, Completely unrelated. Where Chris Pratt takes uh, takes the helmet off of the raptor. Uh, it's like, I'm part of your and there's, <laughs> there's part of me that's like, they just stole this scene <laughs> from Jurassic World. Brian, uh, Brian Singer is such a hack director nowadays. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I thought I thought it was cool to have him in there. Uh, it could potentially lead into the next Wolverine movie that we're gonna get. I think this will be the last Hugh Jackman appearance as Wolverine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. Good job, good job, singer. Way to, way to go. Uh, what what did you what did you like most about the movie, Travis? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Put me on a little spot. Oh, uh, Hmm. Okay. Yeah, do you have one? That's, it's go, you're going so strong. You know, so I strong. really i I enjoyed the movie for the ride that it was on. I I don't know. I like. I didn't. 
I, well, I did have an issue with Apocalypse sort of... That's not... That wasn't the question. No, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm getting around to it. I had an issue with his catch-all sort of power where he could just kind of do whatever. Yeah. But I liked him as a bad guy, and I kind of liked what he was... Uh, the way he was pulling strings to kind of um, lead to this final ending. Uh, it's it's. I don't like... I don't know. We just came into the theater. I haven't, I haven't developed the thing I like yet. I just have the dislikes. Yeah. No, I have a lot of dislikes. I, I find, and maybe maybe in time I'll I'll, I'll enjoy it more. I, I I don't know. I liked I liked the young versions of a lot of the characters that were staples in the yeah. in the early X Men movies. I I really did. I I liked seeing this first development of Cyclops. I liked I liked the young Nightcrawler. I liked yeah Jean not being in control and kind of I like young Gene. I feel like there may be uh fast tracking the development of that character yeah. into some later forms and sure. stages. Mm-hmm. Um but it worked well for the climactic scene at the end. I uh, uh I I will say I will I'll have some negatives and then I'll have what I enjoyed the most about the movie. Lay it on. One. Um there's there's so much like just worldwide devastation in the movie and it's so extravagant and and frivolous it is it is an excess of man of steel yes. and man of steel i always refer to as like too much devastation and this eclipsed that yeah by by far it was it was so much that i'm like okay you know what half the world is is dead already Based off of what we're we're shown here, right? Just just so much devastation by by apocalypse and Magneto, which brings me to the second point. And we talked about this in the car with Megan was that at the end of the movie, Magneto has has just destroyed so much stuff, and then he ends up at the mansion and he's like, "See you later, Charles." Like, see. Let me just set up this uh, this this house for you and uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll be cool right we're, we're we're good right yeah you're not you're not mad solid foundation yeah, I, man, I got I, you set up man I, I i helped kill a lot of kids <laughs> you were cool though millions are dead <laughs> professor professor and then and then of course professor like just winks and then and he's got like that mock like turtleneck on yeah and then he's like i'm gonna go start uh a tech company in Silicon Valley. Yeah. And then the sequel to this is And then and then in, te- the, in the Sel- Steve Jobs movie. <laughs> yeah, which which leads directly into the Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah, exactly. It's all part of the <laughs> right. It's all part of the uh which the uh, XCU. <laughs> uh that scene leads to uh what my favorite part of the movie is and the credits. Not the credits. Right before the credits. Finally, uh after all these movies, after six movies, they finally showed the danger room for like ten seconds. Yeah, they they tease the danger room. Yeah, like they show some some sentinels. They step out and then they show the the new X Men in their like yeah. more forget icon- what you've learned more iconic costumes. Uh, you know, Cyclops. Cyclops has his like univisor on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they all they all look pretty cool in. And Mystique has a version of her old, her comic costume, like a variation of it. It mm-hmm. has similar tones yeah. and stuff too. But yeah, the, the, it's a danger room. And, and so I'm like, ah, oh, cool. There's my favorite part of the movie right there. Yeah. Uh, mm. The end. The the end. I, I don't. 
I like I like that I like that Charles Xavier has a nice haircut now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I got I got to respect. Got got to respect the bald guy. But it's not good in rain. You know, it's not. People it's take not. people take care for granted in the rain. I, I feel like we've had this conversation already tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't know. I I liked I liked Jean Grey at the end. Um, I, I liked when she yeah. stepped out off the the ledge. I yeah. kind of thought that was a cool effect. Do, do you? Uh, I want to ask this. What do you think of the this prequel trilogy? I'll I'll call it okay. Uh, and their focus on Mystique as like the 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 pinnacle, or not the pinnacle, but you know the the main character of these yeah. movies. What, what do you what do you think of that? <sighs> Using her as a protagonist, essentially. Yeah, I especially because um, J Law Jennifer Lawrence has said that she's not sure she wants to do too many more of these yeah. or any more of these. Yeah. Um, I think they're kind of in a corner with that. I I I thought it was all it worked well for uh the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh new class. Uh I and as if he I guess in the second one. Here I she's just kind of so wishy-washy cuz she's like, "Oh, I don't want to be I don't want to be part of this. I don't, you know, I just right. want to go out and do my own thing." And then by the end, she's like running the <laughs> running the the class. Yeah. Um. I I kind of wonder. Uh. I put this out there. I almost think that they, if if they were going to do it, if they're going to have her as a protagonist, they just needed to to stick with it because I think they lost a little bit in this movie because of it. Like in First Class and Days of Future Past, there is this like, um, kind of subplot where it's the battle for her soul, right? Yeah, like yeah. between Magneto and Professor X. Yeah, they're, she is. They're, they're battling for like, we want you, Mystique, Raven, whatever. Yeah, uh, to be on our side of good or or not necessarily evil, but a little bit more cynical and sure. Um, yeah, you know the, the Magneto side. Yeah, yeah, right. And and we get to this movie, and she's not that anymore. She just we don't. They're not fighting. She over doesn't. Her anymore. She doesn't want to fall in line with Charles's viewpoint, but she's also not, you know, outright just, you know, being evil or something. But uh, then again, at the beginning of this movie, Magneto is not evil. He's, he's become a family man. He's domesticated, you know, (laughs) uh, until, until he's found out. Um, I, I, I liked that scene. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I keep coming up with things that I did like. Yeah, I like the scene with him and his family, and then and then where the cops have his daughter, and I I feel kind of like it was a little coincidental, like that that cop just happened to still have a drawn bow <laughs> pointed at his wife and 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 child. Yeah, and it's like oh, and like let's go of it. Um, and I thought it, I thought it, it was cool that his daughter had the like communicating with animals like right. uh, power. Um, and then when he's like shouting into the sky, like, "Is this what you want from me?" I had an issue with that. <laughs> I was like, "All right, that kind of ruined it." But, yeah, um, are you talking to the birds? Like, who, who are you talking to? Yeah. Me, you know, is this what you want from me, birdies? Ah! And then the Angry Birds from the Angry ah! Birds. Movie. Oh God! Don't get me started, man. <laughs> Don't get me started. Um, okay, so 
where do we go from here? Psylocke is still at large. She's on the lamb. Uh, just a little baby lamb. Yeah. Uh, just random. <laughs> that, that's one of Apocalypse's powers. Right? <laughs> Creating lambs. <laughs> he teleports uh, and creates baby lambs. Uh, and then Magneto's just like, cool. All right. See you later, guys. Guys, yeah. I, I helped stop the destruction. So, uh, Wolverine's uh, out there somewhere. And about. And uh, and the school's rebuilt, and they're they're ready for what comes next. There, there was there was a little bit of a lack of resolution between Days of Future Past and this one, uh, because at the end of that one, um, you know Wolverine is is at the bottom of the the water, right? And he's got uh, he's got rebar all through mm-hmm. his body, right? Yeah. And so the boat comes over, lifts him up, and it's Striker, right? Yeah, but then his eyes flutter or flicker and it's mystique. Mm. Okay. That happens at days of future past in this, they make no mention of it in yeah. age of apocalypse. They make no mention of it. Um, and so, so that's just a, a hole in the narrative that, that kind of bothers me that, um, and, you know, it's like watching lost, you know, Hurley bird, Hurley bird, <laughs> check, check our Q and a episode for, for Hurley bird references. <laughs> Um, okay, so if you stuck around for the credits, uh, if you stuck around this far into the podcast, congratulations. Uh, but if you stuck around to the end of the credits, we see we are back in the Weapon X facility. Uh, we have uh, a bunch of guys that look like they should be S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, but that's the wrong uh, cinematic <laughs> property. So they clearly cannot be. Uh, but they're, they're walking through the facility. They go directly back into the room where Weapon X was held. Uh, they open up a container and there's some vials in there. One of them containing what looks like the blood or some sort of, uh, DNA DNA for weapon X It's labeled weapon X. They place it inside of a, a, a briefcase, a, a briefcase. That's like some sort of like chill or like containment briefcase. Right. Right. And the briefcase closes. And of course they have their briefcase labeled with their parent company. <laughs> Because yeah. who doesn't, right? Barbasol. <laughs> Barbasol. The closest shave with Weapon <laughs> X. Uh, uh, but no, it says the Essex Company, right? Essex Corp. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, as soon as that comes up on the screen, the entire crowd goes, Yeah! <laughs> they all go, Wait, 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 wait. wait what wait, does wait. that mean? What's that? Wait, what is hey, what's an Essex? What's an Essex Corp? I don't, what's an Essex Corp? Go to Wikipedia. Quick, look it up on the drive <laughs> So, uh, Essex, uh, there, there's a few theories that are out there, but one of them is that this is referring to Nathaniel Essex, a, a comic book character who is uh, more familiarly named Mr. Sinister, uh, who has ties to apocalypse in the in the comics but also to other characters he's known for uh creating clones mm-hmm. and 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 some of these other uh mutants and things like that so this is perhaps a nod to a future film where we get a mr sinister character uh in what in what in some way shape or form maybe yeah. he's not mr sinister in the movie maybe he'll become it much like baron zemo isn't <laughs> quite baron zemo in <laughs> yeah. Civil war um but they they can they can kind of lean on that sort of uh mythology and because we know that that hugh jackman his 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 days are numbered as wolverine uh he's he's getting old yeah and 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 obviously if you follow the comics he's 
He's, he's, he's getting, an old man. He's getting old, even if he does old man Logan. Yeah. Oh, God. I would love to see that. <laughs> I just I want I want that so bad. Yeah. Um but yeah, so one of one of the uh the famous experiments or famous clones X twenty three, aka Laura Kinney, uh aka new Wolverine, female Wolverine. That's right. So so what do you think? Female Wolverine in the future X Men cinematic universe. You in or you out? Um I don't think it'll I don't you, think it'll happen. You don't think it'll get there? No. And I, and I, I said this to you before. I'm okay if Brian Singer never comes back to another X-Men. And he, and he works on making something good like Usual Suspects. Two. Or Apt or apt Pupil. Yeah. <laughs> Both great films, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Are, are, are you out on, on future X-Men movies? Are you... It, you know... Was this, was this the final straw, if you will? Ever since the, the previews for this came out, I, I wasn't excited to see it okay um and and that was odd for me because as i said before in the car the first x-men movie i was so stoked for and and i is that because it was the first like i don't know i feel like when the first x-men movie came out it was like the first like go at a big diverse cast sort of uh superhero movie where it's it wasn't just batman right it wasn't just you know, Superman, it was like, all right, we're going to get a bunch of these guys and they all got their cool powers and, you know, they're going to do well, their X-Mening. Thing. Yeah. I mean, Mystery Men came out and that was the first real foray <laughs> into, into kind of this ensemble superhero cast. Yeah. If X-Men had had a Smash Mouth theme song, then I think it really would have, uh, really would have taken God. off. Uh, yeah. No, I... I think in a time now where we have, we are now entering phase three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Marvel is just kicking butt, and I don't know. I to come to come off of Civil War and see this, uh, it I I just don't feel like it held up as well. Yeah, you know, a lot of the things that I say I love about Civil War that it was fun and like within the fight scenes it was fun and the pacing was good. Um, you know, there are parts of this movie that are fun. There's, yeah, there's times, but there's times when the movie needs to be serious and there's times when the movie can take itself, uh, a little bit more, you know, in, enjoy the comedic stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like the lines get blurred a little bit. We, we talk about Stanley's cameo in this, right? Yeah. And it's at a moment where all of the world's nuclear weapons are taking off and shooting into the air. And it's like a dramatic scene, like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen with all these nukes? Is this it? Is this the end of the world? Yeah. And then you cut to Stan Lee holding his wife out in front of their house. And, and there's, like, a laugh, and it breaks the tension. Did, and for me, like, I felt like that was... Did people it. laugh? Yeah. People I, people, people chortled oh. over... over. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was a just, guffaw, just, if you will. Just so, like, knee-slapping. <laughs> yeah! Uh, have I ever told you the story about when we saw um, Napoleon Dynamite in the theater? I don't think so. Oh my god! So Chelsea, so Robert, Chelsea's brother, he he's like, he he denies it now, but he's like, oh my god, Napoleon Dynamite! It's so funny. You, you got to see it. So we went and saw it, and it was it was late at night. There was nobody in the theater really, and there's like th- maybe three or four people. <laughs> It was the opening credits of the movie, right? Where they're like, there's different plates, right, like yeah. different plates of food, whatever. This guy, 
was laughing so hard at those opening credits. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like and Chelsea and I look at each other like, are we not getting it? What I don't happening? get it. I don't get it. Do the chickens have large talons? <laughs> it was, it was like the good dude from Cape Fear was in our theater watching Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. Anyway. 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 Anyways. Uh, so no, the Stanley cameo. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't think it was funny, and, and you know, yeah, probably people chortled at it. Yeah. Um. There's a part of me that thinks that it was, it was meant to be taken as a serious cameo, right? Since he did bring his wife into it, and yeah. like that was that was a serious part of the the movie. It's but we but weren't we weren't the track record for Stanley cameos. You're right. Has always been sort like, of just like a little comedic. You, like, you're you're punch. right. You're right. But that wasn't the intent of his cameo, right there, right? And, and I agree with you. It wasn't the intent, but because Be- of who he because of the pattern. because he is. Now officially the greatest cameo actor, uh, <laughs> according to if you ever listen to him give a presentation. Yeah, uh, the world's greatest cameo actor. Yeah, he he has a certain. I mean, he's typecast now. Yeah, no, I don't disagree, but that's that's an attempt for him to be like this is like there. He's if, doing if, something different. He's if there was no better time to to do a cameo, it's right when like all these nukes are flying up into the air. Sure. Like if he wants to be taken seriously and because he had his wife there, I, I, I th- think that this is probably one of his, yeah, he, he's, know. he's, he's working to end those cameos. I think. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's phasing out con appearances. It's like 90, 98. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't know. He's like Excelsior. <laughs> Just end Hail Hydra. Excelsior. Hail Hydra. <laughs> uh, uh, that, that's the, that's his next cameo. You're going to find <laughs> out that Stan Lee was Hydra this entire time. <laughs> um, all right. Did what? What? What have we not said that needs to be said about this movie? Uh, overall, what do you give this movie? Out of ten, I'll give it a safe seven. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a five and a half six. Ooh. Okay. And really, then, really didn't enjoy it. No, I, it was it was better than the three I thought I was going to give it. Oh, okay. Wow. Came <laughs> just, in just came ba- in armed with the three. Just based off of the the previews. Uh no, I you know s- six. I'll give it, I'll give it six. All right. Um I just it, it did there was just something missing about it. I mean, as I'm sitting in the theater, I was enjoying it. I didn't I there was I wasn't watching it going, "Oh, this is an awful movie." So, yeah, I hmm. Yeah, I was fine with it. I might be in the minority, but uh, yeah. Uh, but that—that's it, guys. That's it. That's that's the show. That's our show. That is Age of Apocalypse. Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> thanks for sticking around. Uh, uh, thanks again for 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 Megan for uh, hanging out with us and and uh, dealing with those kids that were just so loud, so loud and obnoxious. Uh, did did you see the movie? Did you like it? Yeah, I saw no, it. I no. watched it with you. I was in the theater with you. I'm not talking to you. For I'm two and a half hours, the man. Pe- <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. Uh, I was so engrossed in the in the in the plot and, and, and the characters. Uh, no, you, the listener, with this in your earbuds or your car or however you listen to podcasts. Yeah. I don't or, know. or the theater. <laughs> Maybe you're broadcasting it for a theater of those around you. Uh, what do you think of the movie? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Do you have issues with the movie? Uh, hit us up. Let us know. We want to know your thoughts. So 
Hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. On Twitter, at apathusiast. Yes. Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Yes. And, of course, as always, on our website, apatheticenthusiasm.com. Or our email. Don't don't email us anymore. (laughs) Apatheticenthusiasmshow. At gmail.com. Bam. Uh, And, of course, we're always on iTunes. Uh, do us a do us a favor, a solid, if you will. Do us a, a solid favor. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and rate us. You know, throw throw out one to five stars. Yeah, preferably F- five's preferable. Give give us. If you didn't like this show, there are others. <laughs> go check those out. Give us the same rating I gave <laughs> Age of Apocalypse, which is a solid five. <laughs> solid five. Solid five stars. Um, and yeah, again, you know, let us know what you think of the show and uh, hit us up. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to talk about Outcast next week? Yeah, we're going to talk about Outcast. Outcast. Robert Kirkman. All right, all right, all new right. show oh, on oh, Cinemax right. and HBO. Oddly, uh, we'll t- we'll talk about that. Cause yeah, I'm we still we got confused. to we got to see a uh, early screening of that, and we still haven't talked about it. So we should do that. Yeah. Um, all right. So stick around for that. Uh, just just warning you guys ahead of time for those of you that stick around right up until the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, change changes are a coming. Um, I am moving. I am moving out away from Hawaii. That is happening in a few short weeks. Uh, so some things may be a little bit in flux. Some things may are the the recording style may may change uh, a little bit. But bear with us as as I find I'm going to be homeless in like a week. But <laughs> as I find a new place to do my recordings and, and all that stuff, uh, we will we will get things smoothed out. But uh, we appreciate you guys sticking with us through that transition. Through thick and thin. Thick and thin. Because uh, we promise to continue to make podcasts in one way, shape, or form. Whether I have to like call you on which, the phone. Which we will. Yeah. Because that's one of Apocalypse's powers. It's making podcasts. <laughs> it's making a podcast. we got to combat it somehow. Oh, my God. Oh. Use our brains. Yeah. Fight him through mental podcasting. Yes. Good job, Pref- Professor X, for failing at the one thing <laughs> that you, you are able to why do. we brought you here. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. So until okay. next week, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye, friends. Goodbye. Was that convincing? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, friends. <laughs> That's what I tell people when I want to kick them out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.